Welcome to Community Association Car Chat. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Join your host, David Velasco and Steve Roderick, advisors at JGS Insurance, a Baldwin Risk partner, every Monday as they catapult the multifamily industry forward by providing education and information about a host of topics that affect the community association world today. You can watch the show every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern live on LinkedIn or listen wherever you get your podcast as Dave and Steve give you your weekly dose of laughter and learning from the best in the industry. Let's get into this week's episode with our very special guest. Good morning on a beautiful Monday. Yes, it's a bit warm, but I swear to you it's not as warm as where our guest is, right? Where's the guest from? Our guest, I believe he's from somewhere out west, but I'll let him explain because today we have Mr. Daniel Tekinoff. He is the owner of a very interesting company called Tech Residential. Daniel, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell us and our viewers a little bit about yourself and about your company? Sure. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, we're glad uh, to have you. As you mentioned, it is very hot here in Gilbert, Arizona. I'm also hoping that my car doesn't heat up too much. But anyway, I'm from Tech Residential. We do... Pretty much anything <laughs> related to programming, mobile apps. We do software integrations, custom softwares. You know, we're here to kind of tailor to specific needs that a community management company would have and help them just run faster. That's okay. pretty much the goal of our company. Okay. How did you get involved in community associations? Because it's a niche market. So how did you fall into it? So I did a website. I volunteered to do my website when I was 18. Then... Okay. Through a series of winding paths, I ended up working for the management company that managed my community, which was Vision Community Management. So I worked for them for four years, and my work there was very diverse. They put me pretty much on automating every department they had. So I've worked in accounting, I've worked in collections, I've worked in you know, their management operations. And so, yeah, there was a lot that I got to learn through that experience and I had a lot of fun automate all that. So I sort of just kind of landed here, but I really like it because this kind of work, it's like, where else do you get to write software that literally makes people's lives better in their communities where they're living? I don't know. I think that's just a really cool field to be in. What do you find different in this market segment, community association, condo association, HOA, compared to other sectors that may do the similar things that you do? Yeah. So I mean, I've done websites for other businesses and stuff. I think what's interesting about HOAs is the focus is not so much on marketing. The focus is on operations. It's on how are we providing good property values for the residents? How are we providing good lifestyle? And I feel like that's a really cool mission to be part of and to be kind of working on when you're a programmer. That's okay. Funny. I've never thought about it that way. All right. So... You gave us a little bit of background about how you got involved and how you got started and moving from just programming into the property management side of things. But how did you come up with Tech Residential? How did that actually, what's the genesis for that? Okay, so after working four years with a management company, I kind of got the business bug. I've had a lot of business owners in the family. My parents ran a business for a couple of years when I was in preteen years. I got to, you know, work there. So I've always kind of had the entrepreneurial spirit sort of in my blood. Got it. I guess one day it kind of snapped in me and I was like, all right, I'm going to go do this on my own. So that was kind of the impetus for that. 
Very nice. So now you're continuing, hopefully, just like Steve is trying to build a sailing legacy with his daughter, you might be building an entrepreneurial legacy with generations to come. Who knows? Yeah, uh, for sure. As far as our recent interaction at the CAI National Expo in Texas a few months ago, you introduced me to a really cool tool. And I'd like you to explain, if you can, a little bit about what is the boardpacket.cloud? All right, boardpacket.cloud. So at the start of this year, I started developing that. I kind of broke out of my custom, you know, development one-offs a little bit. I developed a product called the boardpacket.cloud. Well, actually, it's my, my team and I. We, I have a couple developers work for me. So we put together this product that helps managers put together their board packets a lot more quickly than they would otherwise using, you know, Adobe Acrobat and all that stuff. So it really kind of streamlines the assembly of the agenda, the packet, the delivery. And then it also, my favorite feature is it lets the community management know if the board members have looked at the packet or not, because it uses trackable links inside the email that okay. it, it sends out. So you built in some features on the back end that can actually help with the productivity. Yes, for sure. So you're not just firing out data or information, hoping that people are getting it and reading it. You're actually getting feedback on who's doing what. Exactly. Okay. All right. So that's actually, that's very useful. I'm sure for, to keep the managers in the loop and keep everybody functioning the way they should be. What are some other key issues or items that you guys believe that you could fix better than anybody else? What are you guys really good at? So we're really good at filling in the gaps between, because we're not competing with big management or accounting software vendors. We're actually kind of looking to fill in the gaps between what a community management company needs and what their current software packages are providing them. So one kind of principle of economics that's different between HOA software and HOA management is that HOA software, you know, in order to, to be the best keeping your costs down. When you put a new feature in a product, you want it to apply to as many community management companies as possible. But for an HOA management company, kind of your economics is you want to figure out how to differentiate yourself from your competition to do things a little bit differently than they do so that when you're in a pitch meeting, you can really kind of sell that difference. So what we're here to do is kind of help those community management companies automate those differences that are not always covered by the software packages they're using. So a lot focused on integration and making things run smoothly on the tech side of things when it comes to user transitioning or marketing or helping with the lifestyle of the community, as well as running the meetings for the manager. So it's a little bit of a multifaceted approach that you have. Yes, sir. Now, what do you see as a big tech changes in the maybe nearby future or long-term future in the community association industry? So I think everybody kind of realized that AI has kind of hit like a meteor. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. You got to specify what AI means for Steve. He's not sure. Okay. So artificial intelligence. Thank, thank you. Of... Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, so you know, it's... It's kind of taken us by a storm. And I think what we need to realize is that every new technology follows sort of a hype cycle. You have your hype, and then you have people get disillusioned with it. And finally, you figure out where it actually fits in the grand scheme of things. So right now, it's important to realize that we're in the hype of AI. And so what's important is that we don't get caught up in just getting amazed by this and not understanding it. It's very important that we understand both the capabilities 
and the limitations. So some of the limitations of AI right now are precision and accuracy. So I think it's important that, you know, as we're adopting this as an industry, that we make sure that we're putting it in the appropriate places and with the appropriate human supervision to make sure that we don't go too fast and start making mistakes along the way. Because I think this is a really got yeah, a lot of potential for good here and also a lot of potential to kind of people to lose money. But beyond AI, I think we have some other things to look at too. That would be the brain computer interfaces, which are, you know, the BCI, some of the Neuralink stuff, you know, they're the chips that they're, you know, planning to put in people's heads. I think that's going to be really important for ADA compliance, FHA in the accessibility realm, because I think those types of technologies will end up being mandatory to put on site. So I think that's going to be a big thing that managers should be looking for. Wow. I think some other things that are coming up are like flying cars. You know, we're, we're going to have to figure out where to park those. I'm sure there's going to be a regulatory process if you're an HOA or a condominium. How do you create a space where residents can park these? There's probably going to be a, a regulation process with that. Then I think the final thing I want to throw out there is I think we need to understand where we are in sort of this history of digital data management. We're no longer using paper. We've gone digital. Now we're going from we've gone digital to now we're kind of big data. Our data is interlinked. And now we're kind of going from we have this interlinked data and now we're going to use AI to start making decisions, start processing it. So I think just understanding where we are in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, we're on the verge of having Skynet taking over the world right now. Next thing you know, it will be having a T-100s managing properties, and we'll see what happened then. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. I'm pretty sure the AI would get confused by some other building along the way and probably get stuck at a camper or something. I don't know. Yeah, so I'll be sitting at a board meeting and you have, you know, those fancy board members and the robot will be like, mm, that doesn't make sense at all. This just doesn't register. It's not human logic. <laughs> I really enjoy though that you bring forward the hype stage. I believe it's important and not everybody understands that concept of when there's something new and potentially powerful as this. That's a very good point that you make. We'd love to give our guests an opportunity to give a shout out, to really to recognize maybe somebody who's influential in your career, possibly, and just I mean, it could be even a charity, something like that. So Daniel, why don't you just you know, give some recognition to somebody that's been important in, in bringing you up here? Sure. Without a doubt, that would be Darren Fisher. He's the founding owner of Vision Community Management here in Arizona. He definitely took a chance on me, bringing me on board. And I learned so much at his company and I would not be where I am today without him. So thank you, Darren. All right. Thank you, Darren. Darren Fisher, wherever you are this morning, you're the man. All right. Well, thank you very much, Daniel, for jumping in with us for this latest episode of Community Association Car Chat, sharing with us what you do and how you do it. We appreciate your effort to make this wonderful world of community association better each and every day. In the meantime, we'll see you all next week for the next installment of Community Association Car Chat. I've got to go because i got to turn my AC on. I am cooking. See you, everyone. Thanks for listening to Community Association Car Chat Podcast. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe to get the latest podcast delivered straight to your phone or tablet each week. And remember, you can watch us live on LinkedIn every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Community Association Car Chat LinkedIn page.